All right. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Hami Mahani here, obviously the founder, CEO, 6AM Run. You guys uh, are very familiar. We're endeavoring into the podcast world. I think this is like our 10th or 11th episode. So I kind of want to say hi to everyone that's out there. And I don't want to waste any more of this gentleman's time because I know it's very valuable. I'm very excited for the guest we're about to bring on. Um, you guys will see in a second why. But Al, can you please just introduce yourself and tell everyone just a, a quick intro and bio about yourself? Right on. Well, hey, Ami. Well, thank you for having me on 6 a.m. Run. I'm excited to be here. Uh, my name is Al Morenton. I'm a, a holistic health advisor, cannabis consultant. I'm a lifestyle optimization specialist. I help people perform better and recover from injury and workouts and stuff like that better. My claim to fame is I went blind from glaucoma and got my vision back with cannabis oils and uh, CBD formulations that I created. And I'm the only one in the world with sustained success for that. And today we help people all over the country um, overcome and manage a variety of conditions from, like you say, injury, performance, to all the way through to hardcore conditions. So it's crazy to hear that because a buddy of mine, he was a personal trainer for a very high profile gym in Miami that had like celebrity clients. And I don't want to say any names or get anyone in trouble, but one of the things, their thing was, let's make everyone look better, right? It's Miami, right? And I know your California fashion is very, fashion and style is very important in California too, I'm sure. You're Southern California, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... But I, I, you might, if you ever listen, Al, to one of the podcasts, it's with my good friend, Edwin Santiago, and he quit that gym. It's funny you're mentioning this, and we're going to get into this. He quit that gym because he said, listen, I get that everyone wants a six pack and have great arms and like abs and legs, but I'm seeing a lot of people have issues, injuries to get to the good looks. I think I need to address injuries first and get them to perform better which in return, you know, will help you look better. And one thing I'll say about our company, I know it seemed like your company does this too. We don't promote weight loss or any false claims or anything like that. We want to help people run better. Now, what's the result of running better? You'll lose weight. You'll look better, of course. But I really, what I loved about your bio before we got into this discussion was healing. And I don't think that's talked about enough, but yeah, tell me like, go into the glaucoma and were you kind of like, I'm not going to feel sorry for myself. I'm going to figure out a way to fix this. Like, how did that, how did you think about even solving it? Cause do some people that have it just succumb to it and give up? Yeah, pretty much everybody. The, there is no cure for it. There is no relief for it. You just get, go blind. Just real quick. I'll tell you when I was in sixth grade, I went to the optometrist. He told me you have the markers for glaucoma and you're gonna go blind one day, there is no cure. And then fast forward to 30 years old, you know, which is 1996, my optometrist at that time said, your glaucoma is now active and you are gonna go blind one day because there is no cure, right? So that set me off on a, you know, on a mission. I've been a holistic practitioner, you know, all my life, you know, I owned a gym and wellness center for 28 years and stuff like that. So it took me 17 years of trial, error, you know, interviews, the self-experimentation, everything to find, uh, you know, something that worked. And then, you know, I've just been refining the process ever since. That was in 2013. So I have years and years, you know, like, like a decade of sustained success. And I'm the only one in the world that has that. If I stop taking my stuff, I go blind in less than one week. Oh, wow. 
Well, um, I, I lost my vision before and I got my vision back with that. And, I, and if I stop taking that, like, so I depend on it, you know, and that's why our quality is so pristine and so optimal and is better than others is because of the formulations that I, that I created. And then the quality has to be like a hundred thousand percent better than everybody else because I depend on it to see literally. Wow. So how did you equate CBD to glaucoma? Like, obviously, was there research where people like, how did you figure out this will be the medication um, to help me here? Well, I tried a bunch of different things, you know, but I've been in cannabis and holistic health since 1987. Okay. And uh, for 35 plus years. And the first person that ever got the okay from the government was actually from the federal government uh, to be able to use cannabis was in 1977. And that was a PhD professor from a university and it was for glaucoma, right? right. Like he smoked some and he was outside his friend's house and and, he, and the, these little starbursts that happened when you look at lights, look at uh. the street lights and the starbursts sort of went away. And he, so he, he found a connection there and he never really cured his glaucoma. His wife is still alive. And I, so I researched her a little bit, but um, there's nothing out there not even people with CBD or THC, you know, cannabis wow. having success, right? There's all this cancer and all these different things, right? So I said, that guy had success. These people are having success over here. I'm going to experiment with this because I've been working with it for so long anyways. And I tried a bunch of different kinds of extraction processes. And I found one that actually, it, at first it helped with my migraines, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, and I was like, hey, if I, I was starting to have daily migraines because of my glaucoma has that. There's two different kinds of glaucoma. And so I was able to mitigate the migraines. About, hey, hey if, I, if I just do this, I'll be happy, right? And then the, the eyesight thing started, started getting better and better. And one of the things with taking supplements, working out, running, everything, right? Even that your 6 a.m. stuff, you know, doing it at the same time every day, you know, be, it's, it's being patient, persistent, consistent with your efforts to get the best results, right? right. And so that's what I did. I love that. And you don't like your attitude of that, I think is like one I can't put into words. I can't articulate it, but it wasn't like you settled for like, okay, this is the diagnosis, right? Like you just figured like, I'm not going to just listen to this and not give up. Right. Like I know doctors, I'm not, I'm not discrediting doctors and medical advice at all, but it's funny that, you know, you're just not funny, but it's amazing to hear. You just didn't accept. You were like, I'm still going to figure some stuff out. I don't want to get off topic too much Al, but can you explain one of my questions? And I think a lot of people all over the world, not world, but country wonder, what is it about California, Colorado, those two states in particular, weed is just more open and acceptable in those two states more than any. And you're, were you born and raised in California? Yes, I was. Yes. Can you explain that? I mean, I, one of the questions I personally have, and maybe our audience do, maybe they don't, but this is a personal question. What is it in California? I equate it to, you know, East Coast, New York is very hustle, hustle, hustle. California is more laid back. They're not, excuse me for saying they're, it's not that one's more smarter and one's not, but Californians Mm -hmm. are very chill. They want to enjoy life, right? They want to work hard, but they also want to play hard. Whereas I feel like New Yorkers want to work hard and work harder, right? Yeah. Is that why the weed and the, the cannabis and that industry is just not even more obviously financially better in that area of the country? Is it the relaxation of it? And so many 
I don't know. I'll let you talk. What is it about California and Colorado that make, you know, marijuana and cannabis so acceptable? Well, part of it is the lifestyle and culture and, uh, you know, because it, it does relax. And there is I did business with a lot of people in, in New York and on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And they were always, you know, like, you know, like go, this, go, 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 right. go, 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 go. And they didn't get more done, though. Right, <laughs> you know, right, right. They're just like always ah, like stressed. But um, but yeah, so there is that sort of laid back lifestyle, even the surfer lifestyle, you know, and with Santa Cruz up north and Huntington Beach down south and San Diego and everything. You know, so we have that. But also there's the agriculture, like 80 percent of the agriculture or whatever for many crops for the whole U.S. U.S. the warmer weather. It is right. in California, especially Northern California. So like Humboldt County, Mendocino County, all those are, are the hot spots and hot beds for uh, growing and generational growing because of the climate. And it's just so amazing for it, for, for growing the, the best herbs. And I think too, I think the perception, and this is what my wife and I see now too, I think the perception of a quote unquote pothead, right, is smoking a joint where now it's more edible, the different ways of taking it. Personally, it's funny and I'll TMI, I know I want my audience to learn a little bit about me. One of the reasons I never smoked weed growing up, I'm 42 now, I hated the skunky smell, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a personal thing. I didn't care. I knew it didn't really inebriate people that much outside of just chilling them out. Right. And I joke with people. I never, you hear of drunk drivers. I never heard of a high driver. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) so, but personally, I didn't like the skunky type of a smell of it. Fast forward about five years ago when Vegas legalized it, I was in Vegas for a convention before the pandemic. And I did try my first edible, right? Legally, of course, for anyone that's listening. And so now what I like is there's the different forms of taking it, right? So can you also say, is that where you were like, okay, now I don't have to smoke it. I can now infuse it. And the health, I think once that happened, people really, would you agree? That's when people saw the health aspects of cannabis, right? Yeah. So there's a misconception with, you're correct with that for sure. But there's a misconception that we've just started doing that. Cannabis has been used like uh, therapeutically, for lack of a better term, dating all the way back to 3000 to 5000 BC with China, you know, and it went into India in 3000 BC. It went in Europe around the 1400s or so, you know, and then it made it over to the U.S., you know, when it was a colonial days. And um, all farmers were required to grow like a 20% of their crops had to be hemp because it was used for so many different things. But like, not just for like rope and different things like that. It was used medicinally by doctors and it was the most prescribed substance uh, prior to 1937. Yeah, because I was going to say, medically, it's always, that, that's the crazy part of the, I think what it comes down to, there's a, just a fear, because medically it's been prescribed since I can remember. Again, I'm 42. I know yeah. weed's been prescribed for glaucoma and for many very various injuries for a very long time. But I think part of it has always been, and even now with, with obviously with Percocets and painkillers, I think it's always just been that fear of, you know, the addiction aspect or the gateway yeah. aspect of it. Your trajectory is really like mine. I don't, if I hope we didn't miss anything from the beginning of the story, but you then 
And same thing with my company. You then found something that worked for you. Obviously, the people are listening to this, but as you and I are Zooming right now, I love your website. I love the product you've turned this into. Do you want to get into how this then became a, I'm going to help people and create a community? And we, we talked about this in the intro, you and I. Um, yeah. Is that kind of where the story goes next? Yeah, so... I mentioned that I, you know, I had wellness centers and gyms like that, you know, so I have these programs like 21 day reset, a wall, a way of life. And I help people like you get healthy and overcome a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. We missed that. Can you real quick? So we talked about the glaucoma. Can we go a little bit backwards? Can you tell people about your resume before that your resume professionally? Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, I mentioned real quick. So people in the sport or in fitness are interested in this too. I I actually uh, won nationals twice for the USPA for powerlifting uh, in 2013, 2014. Got second place in the world and set six state records. My company is My Fit Life. I'm a published author, Better Living with Whole Foods. Had a gym and wellness center for 28 years, and I have this program, 21 Day Reset. And it's a cleansing and detoxification program that sort of resets and reformats your internal hard drive so you can perform better, right, quickly. And then AWOL, A Way of Life, which is a lifestyle program. They work, they're, they're synergistic. And I put over 10,000 people through each program live in person, you know, because my, my community yeah. was in person before, before all this stuff hit, you know. Wow. And then, so obviously, so yeah, you, that's what I love. Like you've been in and you, you know, holding those records and those titles. So fitness, when did you, last question about your past, when did you get into fitness? Were you an athlete growing up? When did physical fitness become a prioritization in your life, sir? I was born into it, basically. I was born in 1965. I'm 56 now, right? And my mom worked out and it was, it was not common for women to work out back then. Well, Well, pregnant. Well, just to work out. Oh, just, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and there was no daycare. There was no, like, especially at a gym. I think this is the, the, the daycare. Period, so you kind of right? grew up in that world. So, but like, literally when I was, before I could walk, I was at the gym, you know, and I was, there was, there was, there was, there was no daycare area. So I would crawl on the floor. And when I learned to walk, the reception girls, they taught me how to walk while my, while my mom was working out. That's I remember, awesome. I, I remember running, you know, back and forth to them, you know, like these, little, these little vague memories, but I literally grew up in it. Yeah. So, okay. So then high school, college, I correct me if I'm wrong. Do you have a doctorate or was, am I wrong? Yeah. I went to chiropractic school. Chiro, okay. And then, so that professionally you were a chiropractor and then the glaucoma and where we are now. So, so my fit life, I, and, and guys, when he talks about being fit, one of the things um, when we met uh, via email and our intro, when you see Al, he's a very fit 50. Like you look like you don't look 56. I'll say that. Like you'll see how fit he is. So, I, you know, one of the things I think being in the fitness world, it's, it's people that, you know, that you can tell they don't fake it and they live by what they practice, what they preach. Now let's get to my fit life and how that starts. And you see like the need for this. It, it helped you. You have almost, I think the skews you have, they really rival every CBD rival that's out there. I use that word twice, but you've got everything from the tinctures to the rubs, right? Like you've got it all. Yeah. So we're a complete solution, you know, and because we have the products, programs, services, community support, all that, you know, but the main thing about why the CBD portion of the company exists is because what I need, I cannot get anywhere else, but from me. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a specialized extraction process 
with a specialized food grade solvent. And people that don't understand the importance of this specific way of doing things. There's a couple like small guys that like they're cannabis caregivers that grow their own little thing and do and, and deal out to people. But my thing is I could deliver out at scale. Like I have over 6,000 acres of farms that I have access to and extraction teams in Colorado and Oregon that do it specifically to my standards. And, and, and it's a specific extraction process that's not available anywhere else, right? No. And, you know, like I, I can't go find it anywhere to buy it. And that, and it's a, even trying to find those caregivers, even though I've been in the industry for 35 years, every time is a search. Like you're, you go on this mission and you have to hope that, hope they extracted it right, hope it was grown right, hope all these different processes were done correctly. And that's why I've gone blind before is because, and, and I had to start doing it because I had these guys in San Diego doing it for me. And then they lost their soul and started doing it a little bit off. It still looks the same. And physically, it'll affect you the same, but but like my eyesight will go. And like like I said, I'm the guinea pig and, and tester because if something's not right, I'll start to lose my vision. It starts to break apart in less than 24 hours, and in less than a week, I go blind. So I know this if is not good or well, bad. okay. So that and that's so this is it's very much like a thing you need to be on for the rest yes. of your life. Yeah, I can't like go on if I forget this everything at home and I go on a trip for like that's three or four days I have to go back home I don't care if I'm flying or anything I have to go back home or have that stuff shipped to me you know because I can't get it anywhere yeah so yeah. and then you create the company you offer like you said it multi-solutions not just the CBD brands but you have you said not challenges but you have courses and wellness opportunities right for a whole bunch of things I love the name I think that the name doesn't you know, my fit life does not mention CBD in the name, right? But I'm guessing then, and I'm going to guess, but correct me if I'm wrong. There's a reason for that, right? Because CBD is yeah. just a portion of myfitlife.com, right? Yeah, yeah. CBD is just a supplement, you know, and it's a tool in the toolbox of your arsenal, you know, to to get to you know optimal health. To, you know, to get on the road to vibrant health, mental clarity, and happiness, right? Yeah. You know, our motto basically is we help people get up off the sidelines and back into the game of life. Absolutely. And that, and that's, you know, Al, I want you to know, because you and I just met, but the best compliment I hear, and it's not really so much a compliment, but our clientele is like 35 plus. Truly, it was exactly what you said. It was myself. I hit 35. I couldn't play sports like I used to. And I wasn't a pro athlete by any means. I did do, you know, sports in college, but I never became pro. But I saw at 35, like I couldn't jump, I couldn't run as fast, right? So I was the guinea pig for our company. Our trajectory is ridiculously the same. But when I get an email or a text message or someone in passing before COVID hit at an expo that says, you know, Hami, I'm 45 years old and, you know, I didn't think I could run anymore and I miss running, but because of your products, I can run again, right? Yeah. Like that. I mean, you, you, like you said, we, you and I were talking earlier, look, businesses need to make money to live. There's no secret there. I would never lie to anyone and tell you that 6am run doesn't need to sell products to stay alive. But what I will tell you is we are in business every day to hear those compliments, right? To hear people say, man, I haven't ran since high school. I haven't ran since college. I didn't think I could run a mile. And, and your products made that happen. And it seems like you're exactly the exact twin of that, right? Yeah. And that's what does keep you going, you know, um, especially with like with CBD, with holistic health, 
period. You know, you know, you can't make claims, you can't do all these different things. But with CBD, it's, you can't even advertise on Facebook and do all these. I was going to say, yeah, you have, yeah, you have so many hurdles. We looked into yeah. one time partnering yeah. with a CBD company. Our yeah. credit card processor told us we can't even do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The merchant accounts, all that stuff. We, you know, we we private label for some people. You know, not for other CBD companies, but for like gyms and wellness centers and stuff to to you know to, to help them brand properly. Because I used to be in that industry. But yeah, it's hard for other people to be able to get the merchant accounts and stuff. I'm lucky, and I you know I have I, I have like my accolades, and, and you know we test and we do all these different things. You know, you know we have the COC you know, certificates of analysis for all our different oh. products. And we have total oversight from soil to oil, you know, from seed to shelf kind of a thing, you know? Well, and not even that, like every piece of the government merchants, the other thing, not even it was, so for example, the merchants, and again, you probably, again, you've been in it, you have the connections. Like I'll tell people who are even thinking about ever starting, like guys, CBD is not the easiest industry to get into. The merchants, not only is it hard to get a merchant account, they want somewhere it's upwards of 20% of every transaction. I'm serious when I say that, almost like a credit card. That's one thing. Then, like you just said, Facebook, you can't advertise it, right? The hurdles. I mean, so for you to be in that industry, you have to, and I'll just say that on your behalf, because I know, because obviously owning it and being in the health and wellness space, the cream does definitely rise to the top. You know what I mean? Anyone just trying to white label or like a gym, like you said, even us, I'll say 6AM, who's a very successful company. As soon as I saw those hurdles, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> um, so yeah. you really, I got to say, you know, knock on wood, your story is inspiring. We've had a, a few on our podcast that are, and yours is up there. I hope I can talk for, you know, 10, 15 more minutes, but tell me what, was there something we missed? I asked my questions, Al, is there anything you, we have an audience, I'll tell you right now, we have an audience of, you know, upwards of about a hundred thousand runners um, that we, you know, email this to a few hundred do listen to each episode. Was there something I missed to ask you, Al? I'd, I'd love your opinion well, on well, what you want to share. And definitely real quick, we will share all Al's sites, his information, his, Al, you have a book out. Uh, what's your book about? It's called Better Living with Whole Foods. It's basically how to get healthy and stay healthy nutritionally, you know, with food, mainly, you know, like how to make the best choices. I'm actually uh, plant-based, you know, but it has meat in there, you know, like, like beef, chicken, dairy, has dairy, has everything in there. And, and it does, just helps to make the best decisions in, in our modern world to get healthy naturally. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, and did you find, let me ask you one question as we're getting out of it. Did you find with your, your lifestyle, one of the things I told people, and you don't have to answer this. One of the things I say is we don't pick sides. We don't do anything. But one of the things I know and never forget what we did as a company to our audience. And I think the entire fitness industry did okay in some aspects, you know, during COVID, we told people, look, whether, you know, you are vaccinated, whether you're not, but there's one thing you can control and that's your healthier living, healthier eating. Did you find that that lifestyle of just more of a health conscious lifestyle, let me ask you this, did that help you get through the past two years, would you say? Oh yeah. I haven't been sick or had to go to the doctor for any kind of illness or anything this whole century. Wow. And that's so that's that's obviously 22 years. That's amazing. And yeah. you, and that you equate that to diet, healthy living, obviously. Yeah. Um, with the plant-based, one of the personal questions I have, and again, I always quit um, I read somewhere too that you can plant-based diets, if the plant-based diet is about 60 to 75 percent plant-based, you can technically be considered plant-based. Like you can have a steak like once a month. Is that true? 
Yeah, that's a good way for people to go. Like, like I don't do that myself, but, but like most of our community does that. And we call that being flexitarian, right? Okay. You know, like, so you're having some like quote unquote vegan or vegetarian kind of meals. And like, you know, a few times a week you're having meat, you know, of some sort, you know, whether it's beef, chicken, fish, pork, whatever, you know, it is the healthy versions of it, you know, mm-hmm. and that helps people to have like a balance and it is very healthy. It's also good to have like a decent amount of raw, you know, vegetables and things like that in your diet as well, you know. Before we end, as we get older, one of my issues and being that you're the expert in this area, I want to ask you personally. And again, I always, I keep repeating myself. I always ask questions for me. And I think our audience being very, you know, that 45 plus, what about does CBD contribute anything as I get older? And you, you're going to know when I say it, as I get older, the number one issue, quote unquote, is also gut health, right? And when I say gut health, it means a few things. One of the things is, is even running I do a fasted run every morning, Al, because I don't want to run bloated, right? I can't run feeling bloated and gassy. It does, it's not a fun run, right? Quote, unquote. Would you say the CBD, the plant-based, the path you've been on, has that helped gut health as well? Yeah, it does help people. You know, yes, people, even with things like colitis and all that kind of stuff, you know, because it, it helps to just balance and, and helps to reduce inflammation. You know, it's, it's been proven for that. You know, so it's, it helps reduce inflammation, not just in one area, but all over, right? Real quick, though, um, but before we end, I want to just mention one, one of the reasons for that is because we humans, every being that has a vertebrae, every animal that has vertebrae, including humans, has an endocannabinoid system that needs to be fed. And you have a CBD or cannabinoid receptors all over your body and your bones and your organs and your brain everywhere. It affects every single thing, you know, including your immune system, you know, and your ability to recover, all these different kinds of stuff. So it just helps you to perform optimally, to perform better, and everybody needs it. Like you literally have an endocannabinoid system that needs to be fed. And that's why it seemingly helps so many things, you know, as people manifest in different ways. Like if they start to malfunction, they'll malfunction differently. Right, you know, with you know, dry skin, you know, pre, maybe di- pre-diabetes, maybe some people get lupus, maybe some people get glaucoma. But at the end of the day, a lot of the times, even if it's anxiety, depression, clarity, all that kind of stuff, it's an endocannabinoid deficiency or, or a cannabinoid deficiency. And once you feed that, you're in balance again because the endocannabinoid system provides homeostasis, which is balance in your body. Well, right? I mean, and that's. I hope too. And I want you, when we, when we say goodbye, I just send you a little message. Stay on, Al. I want to talk to you because some of that stuff too, we look for, like I said, a lot of content to share with our users. I'd love if we could, you know, collaborate on some of that information. You know, as I said, not every one of our users or on our email list, listen to the podcast. So I definitely want to see if we can collaborate on maybe if you don't mind collaborating on one of our emails to our, you know, thousands of runners one day, if you're open to that, we'll talk more about that when we say goodbye here, please stay on the zoom. If you have a second, when we say goodbye, but Al, like I said, this was one of, we've now, like I said, I think this is podcast number 11. So, but I, I, cause obviously we're grateful for everyone that does come on, but very informative. Like, I feel like I'm going to take some things about this and I'm not, like I said, I have not really incorporated CBD daily. And I was not that I was, I was not on the fence, but now after hearing the things you mentioned and the body's need in a way for it, I'm very much thinking about taking those tinctures before bed. One thing I do want to ask one question. This is my last question before we end. 
the tinctures and the higher millimeter tinctures. I got to say, and this is maybe because I was a noob, I had the deepest yet the weirdest dream type of a sleep when I first started the tinctures. Is there, Was there something, reason for that? Do you know? People do have more vivid dreams a lot of times when they first start taking it. Yeah. Okay. And that is a common thing to have more vivid dreams. Not crazy dreams, just more just more vivid and even just remembering them. Right. Period. You know? Yeah. So yeah. that was just, it was knocked out. Uh, my wife does CBD tinctures a lot. Of, when she has a stressful day at, at work or somewhere, she's a tincture person before bed and it, it calms her down. Put, she obviously also loves, I don't know if you have this or not. I, I didn't see. She loves the CBD bath bombs for her and wow. my daughter. But yeah, so she though likes it, but I never forget a couple of times I'll do it. I'm knocked out right away too. But I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, okay, those dreams were like, like you said, not weird, but they're just, they're vivid, like more so a couple of times here and there. Like I have some random dreams and like a couple of five minute dreams here and there. But yeah, the tincture dreams were real. So Al, I'm really excited. I'd love to have you on in a few more months. I know you've got a lot going on. We're going to share every piece of information. If you want to real quick, just shout out your website, shout out and uh, maybe like your Instagram handles or something like we're missing. I'd love to you know, have that as part of your goodbye, please. Okay. Uh, one thing I did do for, for your community, I know that you're a community-based company, is I did make a coupon code for you guys. Awesome. It's 6 a.m. run. And you just put that in and get 20% off any order. I'll put okay. that I'll put that in the description and in an email. Hopefully we're going to collaborate on soon. Yeah. So uh, myfitlife.net is, is the website. And my name, Al uh, Morenton, but it's Al underscore Morenton on Instagram. And then everything else is just like Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter is all like youtube.com forward slash myfitlife, facebook.com forward slash myfitlife. Awesome. No, we'll, we'll share. I have all your links too. Because uh, I was, like I said, I was very impressed with the site and all the products there. Um, I'll stay on for a second, but for everyone else, I'm, I'm excited. We'll have this podcast up probably in about two weeks. We're always two weeks behind Al. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. And Al, more than anything, thank you for your time. Right on. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.